0: You're listening to episode 10 of Brave and the podcast. On this week's podcast, we are talking about how to plan for success. Now, I know it is almost the end of the month in 2022. The first month has just flown by, but there's still time to plan because today we're going to talk all about how I like to plan. And that doesn't necessarily involve an annual plan, though it is important. It involves looking at doing 90 day sprints. So let's get into it. welcome to brave and boss a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business i'm your host christy sumer i'm the ceo and founder of the ethical fashion line encircled a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters let's do this hello and welcome back to another episode of brave and boss the podcast i'm your host christy sumer the founder and ceo of the sustainable fashion brand encircled host of this podcast mentor in Marie Forleo's time genius and B-School programs, business coach, and proud dog mama. And I'm excited that you've decided to join me back on this episode where we're talking all about how to set up your 2022 for success for any year, whenever you're listening to this. So today I'm going to teach you a bit of a modified way to plan your year based off the principles in the book Traction by Gino Wickman, which I highly, highly recommend you read. It is definitely worth the purchase. If you're a solopreneur right now, maybe it's not worth it for you, but the book is pretty cheap. Maybe get it from the library if you can. But if you have a team, absolutely you should be doing this because you need really, as you grow your business, you need to grow your team, whether it's virtually or in person. And yes, you can automate a lot of stuff and outsource stuff, but they, everybody still needs to be on the same page. And that's really what planning does. Now, planning sounds super boring, well, don't get me wrong, and it is actually really challenging in a small business. I've tried for years in my small business to get, you know, even a quarter ahead in planning is really challenging. So I'll talk through, you know, what I do from a planning standpoint in my e-commerce business and feel free to take from it what you can implement now. You know, you may not be able to implement everything right now, but if you can implement a few things, that might make a big difference. And I can tell you that a lot of businesses, when they implement the system that Gino Wickman talks about in his book, Traction, it's called EOS, Entrepreneur's Organizational System, but I'll call it EOS from here on out, they see massive growth just from the reorganization of their efforts and focus on the business. So let's get into planning. All right. So if you haven't listened to my episode on doing a year in review, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that one first. That is a couple of episodes back from this one, because you really need that foundation of a year in review to be, you know, setting you up for success for where you want to be in the next year quarter or whatever. If you don't know where you're coming from, it's really hard to set a course of where you're going to go. So I, I think Having that under your belt is really, really important. So if you haven't done that, definitely go do that. You know, numero uno, I think. And then we'll talk a little bit about what an agenda would look like. I'm not going to go through the full on, like I would say, hardcore EOS planning because a lot of this won't make sense for you if you have less than, let's say, what would be the amount? Maybe like less than five people on your team. It might just be like too much. But definitely, I think there's a lot of value to some of this stuff. So okay, so let's talk about our year in review. So how EOS basically works is you set up a annual, you do annual goal setting meeting. And then you do a 90 day, so quarter by quarter rocks. And so what a rock is essentially, you know, a project that will get to your annual goal. So It really is the goal to be aligned to that. So you don't want to have like your annual goal to be like, you know, get new customers and then your quarterly rock is all about retention. You know, you really, really want them to be aligned. That is super important. So I really think having these meetings, even if you're just having them with yourself, that can be incredibly important. So where I want to start, okay, we've done our year in review, that's super important. So do your year in review, see what that is, see what comes out of that. So in terms of how you plan, so what I like to do is in December, I meet with my whole leadership team and we set the goals for the year. We do it over two days, four hours each day. I know that sounds like a lot, but the actual EOS book says to do, I think two days offsite, full days, never done that, don't have the time. Very big organizations can do that. But if you're a small team, at least try to do a half day or something, even with yourself. But the goal is really to review what happened in 2021. So we've already gone through that in the previous episodes. So I'm not going to spend so much time on that. But really, it's to talk about like, what issues there are on the business. Because you want your goals to tie into things you want to achieve. Yes, like let's say you want to grow revenue to you know $100,000 this year or $1 million, whatever it is. That's definitely a goal, but you also want to address issues that get you away from those goals. So you have to be really clear with what you want. So let's talk about what do you want this year in your business? So is your goal this year to grow the top line really aggressively? Like, do you want to generate a million dollars in sales or do you want to generate $500,000 in sales and be profitable? Or do you want a million and profitable? So each of these have different strategies and tactics underneath them. Or do you want to you know increase your gross margin? Like start thinking about things and usually these things that you're setting goals for come out of what happened last year. So if you look at 2021 and your year wasn't profitable, you made no money and you didn't pay yourself, potentially a goal for this year might be to pay yourself and to be profitable. So we really want to start with that. Start with like what is the overarching goal? And then Ideally, you want to get to like seven kind of company goals. I think that's a lot if you are small. There's something called the VTO that you'll read about in the book, which I don't want to go too much into, but essentially it's like a one-page vision document. There's a template for it online for free if you Google the Vision Traction Organizer. And basically, it's just a way to review your core values, what your focus is, what your 10-year goal is for your business, who your target market is, what differentiates you, and then what your three-year picture is. And the goal is to really work backwards from that to develop your one-year plan and then the quarterly rocks. So let's say our one-year plan is to do a million dollars in revenue, 10% prof- net profit, and then we'll use measurables for that of revenue, gross margin, whatever big spends are, advertising spend, payroll, et cetera, net profit. So then you want to put the goals for the year. So maybe the goal is like, how are you going to get to that? So maybe one of the goals is that you're going to invest, you're going to double your spend in Facebook ads. Maybe one of them is that you're going to hire somebody to help you with shipping and receiving. So you want to start to put out what those outlines are. So, and keep them pretty high level. And then your rocks for the quarters will lead up to them. So let's say your goal for the year is to double your Facebook ad spend. You're like, whoa, that's crazy. But your rock in Q1 would be, you know, find somebody to do Facebook ads if you're not confident, interview 10 people for Facebook ads, hire somebody by March 31st or something like that, save up money or something for Facebook ads. Like you really start to break them down. I talk a lot about this to my team and I know it sounds gross and weird, but I always think about this because I don't know if you've ever killed a spider that's pregnant. <laughs> that sounds so awful. But I just remember it so well as a kid. I killed a spider once. It was pregnant. I'm really terrified of spiders. I know I should put them in a glass and take them outside, but I'm like nightmare level terrified. So I killed it and I was pregnant and all these babies went scattering everywhere and it was like terrifying. But that is what I think of your goals for your year and then your rocks. So, you know, you should have these goals and then everything underneath it should be like connected to it. It should all ladder up into the goal. So if your goal is to like, you know, for your team down, downsize your team for the year, your rock should not be higher for people like they need to be connected. And then the goal is really to generate when you see this template, the vision traction organizer template, which I'll link to in the show notes so you can get a copy of it is to generate the issues. Like what is really going to stand in your way from hitting those goals as well? So, you know, let's use the example of Facebook ads. So let's say you want to double your spend on Facebook ads this year because you think it's going to be a big profitable channel. One of your issues is maybe you don't know how to do Facebook ads. So then the rock should be hire somebody or teach yourself or take a course or hire a mentor. Let's say another goal is, you know, increase your profitability so you can pay yourself. So one of the issues is you're finding there's no money left over at the end of the day for you. So maybe you need to increase your prices in Q1 or Maybe you need to generate more sales, like start thinking about what are those things, or maybe you need to hire somebody to do some stuff that's more administrative so you can focus on the sales and marketing. So you really want to go through this process of like annual plan, keep it super high level. I wouldn't spend too much time on this. Like I would say half a day max with yourself, maybe a whiteboard, some Excel spreadsheets and just go through the numbers and then spend your time mostly on developing the issues list. And then from that, you create your rocks or your, I guess, quarterly goals for this quarter. So we're already pretty far into January when you're probably listening to this, but I think you can still make pretty good progress if you have two thirds of your quarter. So I want to give you some examples of rocks to give you kind of an idea of what that looks like. So I'm going to pull some actual rocks. I'm going to do them from our previous rocks so that you can get some real life examples that you can take into your planning as well. So let's look at Q4 planning. So, all right, so Q4 rocks. So one of my annual rocks in Encircled last year was to enable the supply chain to scale. So one of the problems we had in 2020 was that we almost ran out of inventory and we realized we didn't have enough depth and breadth in manufacturers because and because of COVID and people sh- you know shutting down their factories, we would just constantly get stuck with product locked down or like not able to get it out. So we really wanted to spend more time broadening our supply chain and getting more factories on board. So part of the rocks definitely in Q3 was to find two new factories. That was like a rock. In Q4, we had a rock to increase our gross margin. So we had found new factories in Q3 per our setup rock that would have tied to this annual goal. And then in Q4, we realized, okay, well, we've got our supply chain kind of set up and it's working, but our pricing and our margins are really bad right now. So we need to increase our gross margin. So we actually, some tasks underneath that rock were to increase our prices between five to 20% on primarily our Canadian store. So you can see how they kind of ladder another rock. You know, you might have a rock around sales generation. We had a rock around strengthening our relationship with our customer to increase retention. So we had a quarterly rock around launching a customer referral program. So you can see they always kind of ladder into each other and are connected. So I highly recommend getting this VTO Vision Traction Organizer. Again, I'll link to the website for the book as well as the book and this the sheet so that you can spend this time and carve out this time with your team or yourself and your freelancers to really do some hardcore brainstorming because this is where i feel like a lot of small businesses fall down is that you don't spend the time planning you just spend the time doing and this is how you end up wasting a lot of time because you know if you're letting your inbox manage your daily calendar or Whatever is new on Slack, manage how you're spending your time, you are being incredibly inefficient. And as a small business owner, I can speak from experience, you will have an endless to-do list, but that to-do list is not necessarily your success list. So that's not necessarily what's going to move you towards your goal. You can feel like you're making progress because you're crossing all this stuff off the list, but if that stuff isn't tied to the priorities of business and the goals, then you could be taking action that doesn't really have an impact And I found that was a really big barrier, especially with a team. When you start to get a team of like five people or more, if people are not rowing in the same direction in the boat, you know, even if you have one person who's like off doing their own projects. So we talked about the example there of like wanting supply chain to scale and increasing our prices. So if I had somebody who was, you know, in marketing was like, we should decrease prices on this product. That would be completely off track from what we wanted to do as a business. But these things start to happen in businesses as you add people because you can't micromanage people. It's not efficient and people hate it. So that's why you need to be super clear with your goals and setting goals annually and then setting goals quarterly and then measuring them. So the last portion of this is really having that accountability touch point. So if you have a leadership team or management team or a small team where you feel comfortable with this, you can have these like Uh, weekly level 10 meetings. You can look it up in the book. We'll also link to it in the show notes as well. And basically what that is, it's a 90 minute meeting. Well, it's supposed to be. You could do shorter if you wanted. We do 90 minutes in Encircled, but we do have a bigger team. So you could start with like 30 or 60. And essentially it's going through all the KPIs for the last week. So if your rocks are around revenue, let's say gross margin, ad spend or something like that, you could be tracking that on a weekly basis and reviewing that and then seeing if you're on track or off track versus your goal and then letting that dictate the actions that you take. So as an example, carrying forward that example from Q4, so if the example was we wanted to improve our gross margin, then we should be measuring our gross margin as much as possible on a weekly basis. And then if it's off track, we need to take action and address what's driving it. So as an example, if it was off track one week, and we're like, why is it so low, then we would dig into a product level that would be like a follow up out of that meeting to see, okay, are there some products that are really dragging down our margin, then we need to focus on increasing the price on them or decreasing the cost. So that meeting is really critical, whether you have it with your team, or if you just have it with yourself to review KPIs, you need to be at the level now where you're managing and measuring things that you do. Because once you get past the point of generating some proof of concept, which is essentially product market fit saying that this product makes sense, people want to buy it and they want to pay what I'm offering to sell it for, now you have to scale and you cannot scale without systems and processes and and policies in place. That's the truth. I've tried to do it and it gets super messy and then you can probably do it, I would say, up into a million dollars in revenue, but after a million, everything starts to break. And then I would say around 5 million stuff starts to break again and then 10 million. So every time you hit a new revenue layer that's pretty big, you have to adjust your systems for that new revenue layer. So highly, highly recommend Traction by Gina Wickman and setting up that meeting, that level 10 meeting, whether it's with yourself and going through the KPIs, going through your rocks. So how are your rocks doing? Are you on track, off track? Who's owning it? Who's measuring it? You know, rocks can be I want to mention also too. the rocks can be KPI bound, or they could be time bound. So for example, I'm doing a big branding project right now. So that has really tight timeline guidelines in it. Whereas we have a couple ones where we want to launch a certain number of products this quarter. So that has a numerical value. So you always want to make your goals slash rocks smart, so specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time bound. So Definitely, you want to spend some time formatting them. So don't just put like, make more money. That is not an actual (laughs) rock. We want to say like, okay, make more money. You want to make more revenue? You want to make more profit? We want to get very specific. Second, we want to say how much more money. Do we want $100,000, 10% more? So get very specific with your rocks. And if you're not sure, there's some great resources online on setting goals and how to set goals that are impactful and that really are measurable. Because if you can't measure your goal either by time or KPI, how will you know if you are on track to hit it? That is the question. So check out this sheet, start to set some rocks, start to brainstorm, and use this as a layer to get there. So if you're stuck on how much revenue you need to generate, I do highly recommend my course, The 90-Day Customizable Marketing Plan. I'll link to it in the show notes as well because that has the goal setting course in it that I have. I combine them into one now. So you get both the customizable DIY 90-day marketing plan plus the goal setting template in that and the goal setting course. Because if you are doing over $5,000 a month in revenue, you really should be setting goals financially for your brand. So that will walk you through how to do that. And set some goals for both the year and for the months and to give you some tips on how you can do that when you're a new business. Cause I know it can be a little bit challenging when you're just starting out to figure out, you know, how much revenue am I going to do? You know, what's realistic for, you know, conversion rate and stuff like that. It's going to, it's going to talk you through that. So I highly recommend checking that one out on teachable if you need additional help with that. And then again, lots of resources online, lots of great resources on YouTube as well on traction. That you can check out. So that was it. That was a really quick rundown of setting goals and setting up 2022 for success. But if you have no plan for 2022, you need to make a plan because probably if you hit your goals this year and you don't have a plan, it's just luck and it's by accident. And I've had those years where I was like, "Whoa, look at me! I made you know a million dollars in revenue. Wow, that's so amazing!" But then the next year became really hard. Because I had no plan and I'd hired all these people and they didn't know what they were doing and they were doing different things. So never underestimate the power of focus, doing less but doing it better and really focusing on that fewer but better goals to drive your business forward, motivate your team, make it measurable. And again, also these rocks and KPIs can become tools for performance management as well if you have employees as well. So definitely check that out. And I hope this was helpful in shaping your 2022 plan. If you have any questions, feel free to tag me when you post a screenshot of this episode on Instagram at Christy Sumer at Bravenboss, and Boss. And I'd be happy to send you a quick DM with my point of view. If you want to flip me a goal that you're setting or a rock that you're setting, I can give you some input. All right. Have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.